Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Watchdogs Bark. My name is Drew. I am your host, and I consider myself a watchdog. I don't know about you, but that's what I consider myself. All right? <laughs> this is episode, what, 72? I don't think I even said 71 last, last week, did I? I didn't even say what episode it was. Well, this is episode 72. What shall we do? Oh, I know. Let's listen to episode 72, shall we? This week was a crazy week for news. So I'm just going to kind of cover story by story. The biggest one I think that I, I'm excited about is Gina Carano is suing Disney for wrongful termination. For those of you who don't know the story behind this, Gina Carano was fired from The Mandalorian after playing Cara Dune, one of the most popular characters in the show, other than, of course, Baby Yoda. And Disney just canned her because she retweeted a post about someone comparing Germany when neighbors would turn in neighbors for not doing what they're supposed to do. And she was pointing out, the person that made the post was pointing out the similarities that during the pandemic and stuff like that, people were reporting their neighbors for having too many people in their house beyond that which the CDC recommended. No more than 10, I believe the number was. And this woman says, neighbors are turning in neighbors. And that's exactly what happened in Germany in 1930s. Neighbors were turning in neighbors to the Nazis, to the SS, for going against what they were supposed to be doing. And Gina Carano only retweeted that. That's it. That's all she did. She retweeted that tweet. And because of that, Disney fired her. I'll go into more detail in a minute. Also, Tucker Carlson went to Russia, and the left is losing their minds and trying to discredit anything, that any information he could possibly come back. And you need to know, not only Vladimir Putin is in Russia, but also Edward Snowden, the one that exposed the government spying program that's spying on us citizens without any warrants. Yeah, that one. And then also Tara Reid is now taking refuge in Russia. And if you remember who Tara Reid was, she was the one that accused Joe Biden of raping her when she was an intern working for him while he was a senator. Why would Tara Reid have to go to Russia for safety? Huh, gosh, I wonder. And then the biggest thing this week, of course, is special counsel HERS report that says a lot of things that this administration doesn't want you to listen to. So they are preempting all of the information coming out of this report with false reports as they tend to do. And they're immediately trying to discredit this special counsel, saying that he probably conferred with Donald Trump and he Donald Trump probably gave specific orders of what special counsel Her was supposed to report. No, that's why they're special counsels. They don't confer with the people that are the leaders of each party. They do all their own investigations. But I can understand why they feel this way, because this is quite a damning report about Joe Biden. And then, since tomorrow is the Super Bowl, I'm going to have to make a couple of comments about that. And uh, Taylor, or Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and what may or may not ha happen on camera. And well, is Taylor going to make it back? I know she finished her concert in Tokyo hours ago, and she's been on the flight. And I, am, I assume she's going to want to be awake and aware of what's going on in the Super Bowl. And I have a prediction if she is arriving completely rested, which I believe she probably would. She's probably sleeping this whole flight. The, all the buzz behind this is really crazy. And I'll tell you who I think should win the Super Bowl or who I hope does and the many reasons why. All right, that and other things coming up on the Watchdogs Bark. Okay, 
Let's go back to the first thing we were talking about, and that is Disney and Gina Carano. All right. First of all, Gina Carano, I think she's amazing, and I wish her all the luck in the entire world. And for those of you who don't know, she is being backed by Elon Musk and X. They are paying all of her legal bills so she can sue Disney. I And, and she's only suing to try and get her part back and like $15,000 or something. I, I can't believe I read that. But Gina, go for the gold, man. Take Disney to the courts. Make them pay for all of us. Make them pay. We need to send a very strong message to the entertainment industry that when you say you want DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, that should include diversity of thought. Gina Carano said she has no beef with any of her castmates, you know, fellow co-stars, anything like that. They're all on great terms. She was just wrongfully terminated by Disney. Well, I'll tell you right now, I am very disappointed in Disney because they have gone completely woke and they are using your children to express their wokeness and they're indoctrinating their children. You can no longer trust Disney movies that are being made now. You can't. They used to be family friendly and good values and standards and you could you never had to worry about your children sitting in front of a television when a Disney movie was on. You just didn't have to worry about it. Now you do. Because you have people like this running Disney now. And believe me, I know Walt is turning over in his grave. This is Carrie Burke, the president of Disney. Listen to what she says. I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and, and also as a leader. Um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I, and I, and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. And I hope this is a moment where... Shoot, um, the fifty percent of the tears, <laughs> sorry, are coming. Um, uh, we don't. We just don't allow each other to go backwards. Um, backwards to what? Family values, good standards, morals. Yet those things that we we need to go back. We can't go backwards to that. Did you hear what she said? By the way, she has one trans child. And one pansexual child. Do you know the astronomical odds that this happens in one family? They are astronomical, as I said. I mean, right now, people that suffer from gender dysphoria represent 0.04% or 0.05% of the population. And now, it looks like it's about 1.4. And people say, well, what's the big deal? It's only 1.4. Well, that's a thousand percent jump. So she's saying that she has both a trans child and a pansexual child. First of all, children have no idea what pansexual means. For those of you who don't know, pansexual means anything goes. You're in love with everyone. Well, that's great. You love everyone, but you don't need to have sex with everyone. That's just the pansexual. Children don't even know what that is. Okay. So she has a trans child and a pansexual child. To have a trans child means 0.05% possibility that your child is born trans. Then she has another child right after it that you go back to the beginning on the, the numbers scale. Point Oh four, oh five percent again chance that your next child is born in the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. We'll just do that, okay? It is impossible. This woman has indoctrinated her children because she has a belief for some reason 
that they need to be trans. They need to be off, you know, they can't be normal. We can't have like straight children. That that makes us weird. That makes us square. You know, excuse that reference. That's from my, my childhood, square. Uh, this is insane. So this president of Disney now says that they need to have all kinds more content for LGBTQIA+. Okay, I think Disney should make a movie that teaches tolerance of all people and their beliefs and understand that. But don't put all of these little interjections into children's programming. That makes sense to me. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, and then let's not forget the insanity that happened in Florida over the parents' rights bill. Remember, Disney and other employees were protesting and marching against the don't say gay bill. That's not anywhere in the bill. Nowhere in that bill did it say you cannot say gay or don't say gay. It's just allowing parents to know if children are being groomed and indoctrinated by schools or medicated, as we discussed in a a previous podcast of mine, without the parents' consent. Parents should have overruling rights to what their kids are learning. Without any question, parents should know everything their children are learning and should be able to approve or disapprove and opt in or opt out their children according to the beliefs that they are teaching their children. See, I told you this is all going back to power and control. They, meaning the globalists like World Economic Forum and the UN and all that, They are indoctrinating children because they are the most impressionable and vulnerable among us. Hitler did the same thing with the children in Germany, okay? And uh, Stalin did the same thing in Russia. They go after the children. If you remember the quote I have made many times of Joseph Lenin, or is it Vladimir Lenin? Vladimir Lenin saying, give me your child for eight years and they will be a Bolshevik for life. Meaning, let me brainwash your child for eight years. They'll never be able to think for themselves again. That is what is happening in our education system. And now Disney, Disney is contributing to that indoctrination. Shame on you, Disney. Gina Carano, take them for millions and millions. Make them pay so much, it sends a very strong message to the rest of the leaders of these studios that you cannot say you want DEI and exclude people you disagree with because that is what hypocritic people do. Oh, and let's not forget, Disney also wants to promote, promote reverse racism. They have a whole program that talks about how slaves built this country. If you don't remember, listen to this. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhurst, Washington, 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We made your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs. To the northern bankers. To the New England ship owners. The founding fathers. Former presidents. Current senators. The Illuminati. The New World Order. Slaves built this country. We had Tubman. Turner. 
Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for, for the, the umpteenth time, time, our account is still outstanding. Cause this country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. This Disney production is called The Proud Family, and it goes into what many people will call the true history of the United States, that the United States is a racist country, and it was founded on racism, and that could not be further from the truth. Our founding fathers, some of them did have slaves because that was, they, it was acceptable at that time, but almost all Every one of them expressed their opposition to slavery. Many gave up their slaves, and then some actually left them in their wills or, or, or freed them in their wills. George Washington did. So what, what many people don't understand is in the beginning of our country, we had two very, very strong opposing views on slavery, the North's view and the South's view. And our founding fathers realized in order to have a complete country to start with, they had to accept it. And later it was abolished. We were the second nation in the world to abolish slavery. And by the way, only two countries in the entire world have abolished slavery, England and America. Slavery still exists today. Why don't people of color, and this is Black History Month, why don't people of color scream and yell about Africa selling their ancestors into slavery. Why is that not mentioned at all? And why is it not mentioned that there were thousands of slaves that were owned by people of color? There were black slave owners that owned black slaves. And some black slavers owners owned white slaves. And there were some Native American um, tribes that had slaves. Slavery has been something that's been in existence since the beginning of time, basically. And at one time or another, every single person listening to the sound of my voice, your ancestor was either a slave or a slave owner. Every single one. And slavery still exists today. So why are we, and yes, you, Disney, why are you focusing on Jamestown? Why are you focusing on that? Why are you making that the epicenter of slavery and the scourge it is worldwide? That basically warps the true history of slavery. And Disney, along with indoctrinating children about sex and sexuality at really young ages, is also indoctrinating them that this country is racist. Do you know why they're doing this? Because the globalists, if they can get an entire generation to hate their country enough to not want to defend it, then they've won. Then someone can come into this country, take it over, and no one will fight back because they will say, we don't deserve to have the freedoms that we have because we are a country that was founded on racism. And that's 100% false. All right. Next, we're going to talk a little bit about Tucker Carlson going to Washington or going to Russia. But first, have you ever thought about having your own podcast? Might I suggest using Podbean as the app and website to work on your podcast and launch it? They have a wonderful program where you can actually determine once you say publish, you push the button that says publish, it uploads it to websites that you want to go to. Like, for instance, when I push publish, it goes to um, Spotify and iHeartRadio and all the different... <laughs> I can't think of all the names right now. My brain just went... Um, all of the podcast listening websites, like everywhere. And you, you can design it however you want and which websites you want it to go to. 
If you don't want it to go to every single one, you don't have to. You can determine. And then every single podcast, when you're done and you push publish, it'll go to the websites that you've already set up to go to. And by the way, if you decide you want to start a podcast and you go to Podbean, use my link because that allows you to have your first month free. An entire month of uploading podcasts to Podbean for free. Go to www.podbean.com slash bark. That's www.podbean.com slash bark. And get your first month free. Okay, Tucker Carlson flew to Moscow to have an interview with Vladimir Putin. Now, I have not seen the interview yet. I have not been able to find it. I'm thinking probably I'm going to have to join Tucker Carlson's online or, or his uh, website or X channel or whatever, because I really want to see what this interview is all about. I'm guessing the reason why the left is losing their minds is because Vladimir Putin will basically confirm that Donald Trump didn't collude with him in the 2016 election and that he didn't invade Ukraine while Donald Trump was president because he respected him. And he knew Donald Trump meant business when he said, don't do it. When, Do when, when Joe Biden says, don't do it, everybody in the entire world laughs in unison. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't do it. <laughs> Whatever. What are you going to do? Because Joe Biden won't do anything. I mean, these attacks that are going on right now in Yemen and Iraq, they're not doing anything to Iran. Iran is still completely intact, untouched. Only their satellite organizations that they're funding are getting attacked. And then I don't know what it is about Democrats. They have to project what they're going to do before they do it. So a week and a half it takes to plan these strikes, okay, against these targets. So a when they are thinking about doing it, Democrats say, well, we're going to attack back all of the Houthi spots where they launched missiles and all of their training facilities and all that. And then it takes us a week and a half to plan all of it out. What do you think the Houthis and the Hamas and Hezbollah and all this, what do you think they're doing in that week and a half? Oh, I know. <laughs> they're abandoning the same, those sites that they launched the missiles from that they were training in. So what we're basically doing is hitting empty buildings. We're not doing any damage at all. What we need to do is we need to attack Iran where it will hurt. We need to hit their oil refineries. We need to hit their oil drilling facilities. And we need to tighten sanctions so tight that they can't get any money. Then Iran will back off. They've done it every single time this has happened in the past. You see, Iran will always back down if they are directly threatened. Right now, they're not directly threatened. That's why they're continuing their attacks and they're funding the Hamas in Gaza and they're funding Hezbollah uh, in northern Israel and. Um, Jordan, I think. Yeah, Jordan. And then they're funding the Houthis and all of the other different sections all around Yemen and Iraq. They're not, we're not going to attack Iran specifically. And we need to. And yes, we need to be very careful not to escalate to an, a full out war. But we have seen in the past, Iran will always back down if directly threatened. But this administration doesn't want to directly threaten them. Gosh, I wonder why. Maybe they've made money from Iran. I'm just saying there's that possibility with all of the countries that have paid the Biden family millions of dollars. I think Iran might be in there somewhere too. So back to this interview between Tucker Carlson and Russia, I think that the left doesn't want some of these secrets revealed that are probably going to be revealed 
in the interview. I've already seen all over social media, they're discrediting the entire thing. Even John Kirby got up and said, we can't believe anything Vladimir Putin says because we know he's an evil tyrant and tyrannical leader and doesn't ever tell the truth and will use lies to deceive the American public. Well, why not let the American public decide for themselves? See, the, de- the left doesn't want that to happen. The left wants you to believe what they want you to believe. That's what they believe freedom of press is. They believe the freedom of the press is we tell you the story and you believe it. And if anyone tells a story that is not what we approve, that you should consider that misinformation. All right. Also, while Tucker Carlson's in Russia, I hear he's going to also interview Edward Snowden. And you know, Edward Snowden has has had to take refuge in Russia because many... um, Hit contracts were put out on him by our U.S. government because he revealed that our government has been spying on us without warrants anytime they want, for any reason they want, using the Patriot Act, which was supposed to only allow our government to spy on foreign agents, now spies on Americans with impunity. And we're also seeing what's happening with the banks. I know one particular bank, uh, the biggest bank in our country, I think, actually is cooperating with the government and telling them what people are spending their money on. And if they happen to be conservatives, they're throttling their bank accounts and actually asking them to leave. They're closing their bank accounts. Oh, I won't say which bank it is specifically, but it has a lot to do with a guy named J.P. Morgan. I'll just leave that there. All right. So um, this is getting insane. And Edward Snowden was the one that revealed all of this was happening in the beginning. And that's why he had to take refuge in Russia. Also, Tara Reid received so many threats to her life after she came forward revealing that Joe Biden raped her when, well, she accused Joe Biden of rape. I cannot, I won't say it definitively. He has been accused of rape. The same thing as the, uh, what has been accused of Donald Trump. The problem in this country is we have what's called the court of public opinion. That is The media and the left definitely understands that if they can get public opinion to side with them, they've won. It doesn't matter what happens in the courts, for real. All that matters is the court of public opinion. And the court of public opinion cares not for the rule of law or due process. They want to be judge, jury, and executioner. And the left knows this more than anyone. So they purposefully use the media and social media to rile people up. And that's what happened with Tara Reid. When she came forward and accused Joe Biden of rape and sexual abuse when she was an intern working for him when he was a senator, she was attacked mercilessly to the point where she felt threatened. Her her life was threatened. And so she also has sought refuge in Russia. What I don't understand is how do people seek refuge in Russia if Russia is such a horrible place? Now, I know Vladimir Putin worked as the head of the KGB. He's killed many people. Uh, I I don't know that for sure, but I can pretty much guarantee it. And he's not a nice man. But I know Russian people, and they're some of my favorite people. I, I really do. I have Russian friends that live in Canada, that live in Russia, that live in Spain, that live in all parts of Europe. And we all get along very well. And I've watched, uh, I watched an interview where they were talking about Tucker Carlson coming to Russia, and they had an interview with people on the streets of Russia, and all of them consider him a very good journalist, a patriot. Uh, someone who has strong principles, uh, someone who's not afraid to speak the truth, 
So they have a lot of respect for Tucker Carlson in Russia. And that's just the Russian people. That's not the leadership of Russia who have their marching orders on what they can and cannot say. So again, it'll be very interesting to read that interview. All right. And the biggest thing that is happening right now is the special counsel, Robert Hur came forward in his report and said that they are not going to indict Joe Biden for having classified documents because of his mental capacity and the fact that if he is reelected, he will be 86 years old and he will not be mentally capable of standing trial. So this is basically the first time in U.S. history that a president has been declared mentally unfit to stand trial. But he's perfectly okay to run the country and be the leader of the free world and carry nuclear codes. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine. He's just not mentally capable of standing trial. Does this make sense to anyone? Meanwhile, Donald Trump is charged with the exact same thing, and the FBI raided his home, took he and Melania's passports and personal items, and he is looking at years in prison and 91 indictments total with not just the documents, but other things. Yeah, no, there's no double standard in this country. Not at all. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are accused of doing the exact same thing. Donald Trump gets indicted. His home gets raided. He's facing years in prison and having to go from court to his rallies to run for president. But Joe Biden, nah, he's not mentally capable to stand trial. So it's not really worth us indicting him. And of course, the Democrats are going to say, see, see, all right, see, Biden didn't do, didn't do it. You know, Biden, what Biden did wasn't as severe. Well, let me tell you this. What Biden did was way worse than what Trump did, because many of the documents they found in Joe Biden's Delaware home dated back to when he was a senator. Okay. Senators are not allowed to take classified documents home. And in fact, the only place you can view a classified document as a senator or congressperson is in what's called a SCIF, a Secure Confidential Information Facility. So they have to specifically set aside a place that is totally secure. No sound gets in or out and locked inside and you have to leave all your devices outside. You're not allowed to take anything inside with you. And then when you leave, you are not allowed to remove anything. But the fact that Joe Biden had some classified documents from the time when he was senator means that he took those documents illegally out of the skiff after reading them. This is insane. And also, some of the documents were when Joe Biden was vice president. And being vice president and senator, none of that is covered in the Presidential Records Act. Only the president has the right to take those records. Not the vice president and certainly not the senator. Joe Biden's been getting away with this his entire career. And remember, Joe Biden sat on the Senate Judiciary Committee for years when he was senator. So he got to read the most classified of all documents. And he decided that he wanted to take some of them home with him. And when they found them, remember, Joe Biden said all of the documents were in filing cabinets that were either locked or could be locked. Well, that's not true because they found a box of documents next to his Corvette. You know, the Corvette that's secure in his garage in Wilmington, Delaware. 
Yeah, that one. They found those boxes, like torn, the sh- tattered boxes. Inside those tattered boxes, sitting against the wall next to his Corvette, unlocked in a garage that can be opened with a garage door opener or can be accessed by people visiting in the house. All of those were not locked up. And the ones that were at the Penn Biden Center, they found them in all kinds of different places. And they found documents in his library among his books in his houses. And like I said, currently, right now, there are 31 pallets of documents at the University of Delaware. If Every place they've looked thus far, they have found classified documents mixed in with all kinds of other personal things. What do you think the chances are there are a lot of classified documents in those 31 pallets of documents at the University of Delaware? There is such a blaring double standard in this country, it makes your head spin. When you look at it and Democrats always say, well, there's no double standard. Everybody's, you know, no one's above the law. Well, that's true. No one's above the law unless you're a Democrat. Okay, one more time. If you want to take the very best multi supplements, multivitamin supplements that I've ever tried, be sure and try New Skin Life Pack Nano. I take it every day and I have more energy than I've ever had. I don't drink coffee. I never acquired a taste for it, as I've said before. I do my green drink and my multivitamins in the morning and I am raring to go. I have more energy than people carrying around their cup of java trying to follow me around. (laughs) So definitely try New Skin's Life Pack Nano. And if you want to Find out where you can see that and read about it. Go to my website at twdbark.mynewskin.com. And and newskin is N-U-S-K-I-N. twdbark.mynewskin.com. The last thing I want to talk about here, I've been watching all of these illegal immigrants starting to take over a lot of cities and causing havoc everywhere. And what you don't understand is a lot of these benefits they're getting that are incentives to come here come from our tax dollars. If you think about how absurd this really is, okay, we that live here in this country, we are forced to pay taxes, and we are forced to pay into Social Security with the promise that they will be there when we retire, okay? Well, illegal immigrants come into this country and they get many benefits that we don't get unless we pay for them, like health care, like food stamps, like Social Security. And I know everybody's like, no, you can't, have, you can't get Social Security unless you have a Social Security card. Guess what? There are organizations all along the border that have stolen social security numbers and they sell them to illegal immigrants. So the illegal immigrants that come, come across the, the, uh, the border and are immediately ready to work with a social security number got him illegally. So that's another rule they broke. They not only broke a rule or broke one of our laws by coming into our country illegally. They bought a social security number illegally as well. So they are double offenders already. So we're taxed within an inch of our life. We're taxed like three times. Each dollar we make, save, and spend is taxed three times. And we have to pay for our medical benefits and health care insurance and all that. But, and, and rent too. Uh, We must not forget that because we know illegal immigrants are getting all of these things for free. How is that at all fair? And how is that at all compassionate? Oh, I'm sure 
Illegal immigrants probably feel that this is really a great thing and we're so generous. But then they take advantage of the system. There are illegal immigrants that are complaining about the free food that they're getting in some of the hotels. It's not good enough. It's not, it's not their cultural kind of food. They, they would rather have better things than ham sandwiches and peanut butter sandwiches. And, you know, they, they, they need to feed us better food. And then we know these illegal immigrants that are staying in these $500 a night rooms in the Roosevelt Hotel and other hotels around the country, they're partying in these rooms. They're drinking and doing drugs and having prostitutes and all this stuff in those rooms that we're paying for with our tax dollars. Again, my friends, how does this make sense in any way, shape, or form? If you can make sense of it and explain to me how this is okay, this is fair, this is compassionate, you know, this is our duty, all of these things, I want you to explain it to me. And if you can make a really good argument, I will read your email in my podcast. Of course, I will never, ever read your name unless you give me permission. You know, if you want your name written, uh, read, I'll say, you know, Joe from Schenectady or whatever, I, you know, I'll, I'll say wh- who it is from, but mostly I'll just say, Hey, I received a letter and I want to see what you guys think about it. If you have a really good argument as to what is fair about allowing millions and millions of illegal immigrants into our country. And if I know some people are going to say, well, it's because they're fleeing oppression and they're fleeing really bad situations. I have no doubt some of them are fleeing bad situations and are maybe even fleeing for their lives. But when you look at the videos of those coming across our border, it is overwhelmingly a majority of single military age men from all over the world. You cannot tell me that all of these single military-aged, well-dressed, in many cases, men coming across our country from China, even, and Iraq, and Afghanistan, and Uganda, and all these different places that have conflict, they're coming into this country, but they're not fleeing oppression. They're coming here because of the free things we're giving out. And I believe with all of my heart that many are coming into this country to do harm. One quick example is this 15-year-old illegal immigrant in New York City that has just been arrested for shooting at a cop and shooting an innocent bystander. And this is actually the second Time. It looks like he was involved in another armed robbery as well. 15 years old, illegal immigrant in our country. And remember when the five guys that beat up police officers in downtown New York in Times Square, they were all arrested and then released. The one illegal immigrant flipped the camera off because he knew Nothing's going to happen to him because we are not enforcing our laws. My friends, if you can look at all of this and say, oh, this is just kind of coincidence that these things are happening. Oh, it's just because we're so compassionate. Oh, you know, we, we have a duty as the wealthiest country in the world. It's our duty to take in as many illegal immigrants as possible. Why are we not using the funds that we're paying, and that is billions of dollars, my friends, billions to take care of all of these illegal immigrants in our country. Why are we not using that money to help our own people? I'll tell you why. And this is my final statement before I go to my positive message. The reason why we are paying billions of dollars and providing humongous incentives to come to this country illegally is because Democrats are counting on 95% of the people that come into this country to vote Democrat when they are provided the opportunity to vote, which will probably be pretty soon because a lot of cities 
actually want to give illegal immigrants driver's licenses and IDs and register them to vote. And yes, I know a couple of the places are only wanting them to vote in local elections. But you don't understand. That's the first step. That makes them voters. Then the next election, they'll be allowed to vote in national elections. That's how it's going to work. That's what the Democrats want. They want future voters. And let me clue you in on one little funny secret, too, that you may not know. The reason why Democrats have to have a constant flow of new illegal immigrants coming into this country is because once they get into our country and start establishing themselves and starting families and building their wealth, they get conservative. So they have to have a constant flow of new, young, liberal-minded, illegal immigrants coming into this country in order to maintain their power. That's all this is about. Power and control. Okay, really quickly, let me just comment about what day it is. Super Bowl Sunday. And I am rooting for the 49ers. I know, I'm in, as a Bronco fan, I'm in the AFC conference and I should be rooting for the Chiefs. But there's a couple reasons why I'm rooting for the 49ers. Number one, Kyle Shanahan is the son of Mike Shanahan. And he used to be the coach of the Denver Broncos when we went back-to-back Super Bowls with John Elway. And Christian McCaffrey is Ed McCaffrey's son. And Ed McCaffrey used to be our prize receiver and used to catch balls that were like insane. (laughs) So because of those two connections, I'm definitely rooting for the 49ers. But also, I'm kind of sick and tired of this whole Taylor and Travis thing. I kind of want the Chiefs to lose so all the Swifties cry. Is that bad? Is that, is that bad of me? I, I don't know. But that's why I want the 49ers to go all the way. Now, let me make a couple predictions. Okay, number one, we know uh, Taylor Swift is back in the country She's back in plenty of time. She'll be rested and ready to go. I have a sneaky suspicion that she might make a guest appearance in the half show, halftime show with Usher. It will literally blow the minds of everyone that's in attendance at the stadium in Vegas, but also all the Swifties all over the world will go absolutely bonkers. So I think the NFL is going to capitalize on that, and I would not be surprised, and I'm not saying it's set in stone, but I would not be surprised if Taylor Swift makes a surprise guest appearance with Usher for the halftime show. And also, a lot of people have been talking about this, that they they believe the fix is in. They believe that it's already set in stone that the Chiefs are going to win. So that after the game, Travis and Taylor can have that moment in front of the camera where they kiss and who knows, maybe he might propose. Everybody's talking about that too. But a lot of people are saying they're going to kiss and look at the camera and say, vote for Joe Biden. Well, if that happens, that's definitely putting your foot on the scale because she has millions of followers, but the average age of the Swifties are teens, probably early teens, mid-teens, late teens, maybe early 20s, and I don't believe that many of the Swifties will vote, because I believe they have been indoctrinated in their schools to not like this country and not care about voting. So, We'll see what happens. Those are my predictions for today. But like I say, go 49ers. Uh, Brock Purdy, is. if you're on target and if you can lead the team, I think you have a really good shot. As a matter of fact, they're favored, believe it or not. Even though you've got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and all these superstars on the other side, of the uh, with the Chiefs, and and Andy Reid is an amazing quarter or amazing coach. So there's a lot of, I think it's going to be a very close game for sure, but I'm pulling for the 49ers. 
All right? And the last thing I want to do is leave you with a really quick positive message. This is Steve Harvey talking about the importance of positive thinking. Listen to this. Protect yourself from negativity. And that's what stops most people, negative thoughts. You can coat your mind from negativity. It's a real simple exercise to do. I do it every morning before I walk out the door. So I walk out as a positive person. You know, I get tired sometimes. That's different from being negative. Because I get mentally drained from my job at times. But to coat your mind from negativity, the way you can put a coating around your mind is with one simple thing. Gratitude. Gratitude erases negativity. I'm going to show you how this works. If you wake up in the morning, you start having negative thoughts. Man, this ain't my day. I woke up on the wrong side of bed. I'm tripping. I just don't feel myself. Every time you feel in the middle of the day, if you feel yourself doing that, stop. Just stop for a second. And start going over in your mind everything you have to be grateful for. Amen, Steve Harvey. Thank you for saying that. And that is absolutely 100% true. I've said it before, and I'll say it again and again and again. The most important thing you can do to have success in your life, to have happiness, joy, fulfillment in your life, is live in an attitude of gratitude. If you ever feel yourself going to negative thoughts, think of the things you're grateful for. And they will turn around. It happens every time I do it. Every time I feel like I want to, you know, give up or have a day where I don't do anything. I'm going to allow myself to do anything. I just start thanking, you know, thanking the Lord and thanking the universe for all the things that I have. Live in gratitude and you will have an amazing life. One of the things I am extremely grateful for is all of you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am grateful to you people that are listening to my podcast. It means the world to me. I know I don't have a huge audience. I hope it grows. I really do. But right now, I am so extremely grateful for you and your taking time out of your day to listen to my podcasts. Thank you. And with that, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you again for listening. If you agree or disagree with anything I said, don't hesitate to write me. And I'm dead serious about that. Drew at thewatchdogsbark.com. And until next time, create an amazing day. And please help me relay the bark.